Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming to episode number two of Beyond the Diamond, hosted by Danielle Rubin. My girls call me Coach D, owner and founder of DR3 Fast Pitch. Make sure you take a look at my website, dr3fastpitch.com, and my social media, at dr3fastpitch. Instagram is my biggest platform to continue seeing what I've been posting and sharing more knowledge with girls. But this week's episode, I wanted to kind of dive a little bit deeper into overcoming injuries and talk a little bit more about my journey of how I transitioned from a college player into my role as a coach with everything that I've learned from my past and then just continuing to build my journey. So I talked about in episode one how I had to hang my cleats up my after my junior season in college due to an ongoing back injury. Now, I was dealing with back problems since I was 14 years old. Now, 14 was my, my original injury was with my shoulder. So I was out that whole fall season or right after high school season. So in Georgia, we play high school ball in the fall. So my freshman season, I pitched a lot and I ended up getting like tendonitis in my arm and had some rotator cuff issues. And I was leaving PT and then my mom and I got in a car accident. And so that car accident kind of kick-started like my neck and my back, like having tightness and issues there. And since then, I was seeing a chiropractor multiple days a week. I took a couple weeks off just to let my body heal from the accident. And that just kind of kick-started where my back issues started from. So unfortunately, it did start from a car accident. But the more I was using like my poor mechanics, the worse it was getting. And I was being told at the time, like these exercises to do and all these exercises didn't really go hand in hand with what my body was looking like pitching. And I didn't really connect the dots until I graduated from college and I started researching everything. And I was like, oh, that's why I never healed properly is because I'm doing one thing in PT and rehab. Then I'm going back and doing a whole different thing with my pitching motion. And at the time, I didn't understand the biomechanics behind pitching. I was just doing what I was told, which is more of the linear hello elbow style. And I was going against the body. And so when I hung my cleats up my junior season, I knew like I wanted to get into coaching. And I was like, there's no way I'm teaching my girls or anybody some of the stuff that I learned because I felt like I was 90 years old. Like, how do I feel like I'm 90 when I'm 21, waking up in tears, going to bed in tears? Like, it was just miserable my last few years playing physically, which really impacted me mentally and emotionally. And I will never forget like the day, or it was really the last game. So my last game, we were playing in regionals and, or excuse me, we were playing in our conference tournament and North Georgia was hosting North Georgia University in Dahlonega, Georgia. And we lost that first game. So we're getting on the bus and we're leaving, and I'm just like sitting there knowing that that was my last game. Now, I didn't tell coach yet. I didn't have my exit meeting. None of that happened yet, but I was just sitting there like distraught, and I was like, wow, that was my last game. Like, I just knew it. I just, I felt it in my core. I felt it in my heart, and I was like, oh my gosh, and I was trying not to mentally break down. The whole bus was very quiet. We started chatting more after like 30 minutes into the bus ride, but I think all of us were just sitting there and trying to comprehend how like our season just ended and it didn't end the prettiest. And I know a lot of girls, we were planning either transferring or leave. It was just like mentally for all of us, we were like, wow, 
wow. And that's when I started DR3 pitching. I just started this blog post and I was like, I'm not going to try to get followers. I'm not trying to get anything. I just need to like write something down and put it out there. And I can't remember exactly what my first post was, but it was just like a little blog post. And this idea just hit me of like, you know what? Like, I don't know what my journey holds, but I'm not ready to give up this game in general. And so I made a blog post and eventually, like after I hung my cleats up, like that summer I was back home in Canton, Georgia, and I was just, I was continuing to post on the blog and I was just sharing some stuff about my experience and sharing some tips and tricks and giving some lessons to like two girls in my hometown. And I helped out coaching this little 10U Georgia Prime team with Jeff Gray and I was just enjoying what I was doing. And I didn't know what the future held for me my senior year because I didn't know many people in middle Georgia as far as like lessons. Like I just wasn't thinking that way. Like I didn't really know what to think at the time or what I was going to do. But I knew I needed a job my senior year if I wasn't going to play. And I never really had to get a job before then because softball was always my job. And so I was like, you know what, if I'm going to have a job, I want to do it something that I love and something that I'm having fun with. And so I started with the lessons, but I made this post and it was about like Hello Elbow. And it wasn't exactly like at the time, I didn't even know Hello Elbow was a term. Like if you throw Hello Elbow, it's not like you say I throw Hello Elbow, like the internal rotation people, um, the internal rotation coaches and experts and pitching people, they know what that means. But if you don't know what internal rotation is, you've never heard of Hello Elbow. And what Hello Elbow is, just to kind of give a little summary, is when you are pushing the ball down the arm circle instead of pulling, leading palm up, which is what I teach. So I teach internal rotation, but my whole life I was taught Hello Elbow. And I made this post and Courtney Hudson reached out to me and her Instagram handle is at Coach Click. And she was my very first mentor in the coaching world. And her message to me was like, hey, Danielle, I see that you're very passionate about what you're doing and I love watching your videos. I just wanted to share with you a couple resources. This might make you think a little different. I'm not trying to overstep, but like here are some resources. And I was so thankful that she did that because it opened my eyes to this whole new world. And I was like just in shock. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what is this? Like, holy moly. Like, that's what Kelly Barnhill looks like. Like, that's what like Jenny Finch moves, like, that's what these girls are. And I'm like, whoa, like, it just kind of connected. And I was like, that's what these elite pitchers are looking like, exactly what you're teaching. But I've never heard of this before. Like, I've never, like, heard this terminology. And so I ended up taking two of her courses, which was their coaching courses over the biomechanics. And then I want to say it was, like, transitioning into rotational pitching and then, like, the biomechanics behind pitching. So I'm certified within her two courses And that happened in the fall of 2019. And that's just when I redesigned everything of like what I was taught, like what I was taught, like I'm not teaching this to my girls. So I spent like the rest of the summer or excuse me, I did that course in the summer. So I spent the rest of the summer and some of the fall like practicing by myself, like renting out some lanes and cages in middle Georgia and just practicing because I'm like if I'm going to teach this like I need to teach it right and I need to understand it and I need to make sure that I can word this in multiple ways for my girls to understand because who am I to just teach someone something if I can't do it myself and if I can't do it myself like 10 times in a row and explain it 10 different ways so I spent hours 
just figuring out my body and figuring out how to move and following her content. And it just, it changed my whole life and it changed my whole coaching life and my philosophy and opened my eyes into, wow, like I want to research more of this. Like I want to find more connections. Like I want to find more mentors. Like I need to connect with more people on this level. Like this is literally next level instruction and next level coaching. And I want to be able to get to that level. But I knew I had to research and do knowledge because my background is in two degrees in special education. And never once did I ever take like an exercise science class or a biomechanics course. Like I didn't do any of that in college. And so like I just spent days and hours and weeks and months researching. So Courtney Hudson was like my first mentor in the coaching world. But I do want to backpedal. When I was at Kennesaw State University under the instruction of Doug Gillis, who was formerly the Virginia Tech pitching coach recently, and he was teaching me these things, it just didn't connect at that moment. The terminology was a little bit different, the way that he instructed it. Like, he brought my IQ. Like, I always thought going into college, like, I had a really good softball IQ. Like, my dad really helped make sure, like, I I know this game inside and out. I know the rules. I know this, I know that. Like, I, I just, I took pride in my IQ of the game when I was younger. Like, physically, I knew I wasn't the best player, but mentally, I'm going to outsmart anyone in this game. And so that was like one of my strengths. And my IQ just skyrocketed under his instruction, mentally and emotionally. Physically, my body didn't connect, but I also didn't have the luxury of time. And as a freshman who was not in the top three of your rotation, And with him coming in to our staff in October, we didn't have a coach August and September. Coach Pete DeMore and Coach Doug Gillis came in my freshman year in October. So, like, we were limited on time. He had to really make sure that the three starters, we had six girls on our team, the top three pitchers were, like, ready to go. So I didn't get the luxury of spending as much time with him, like, one-on-one in the fall I got to. But come springtime, I just – we lost time. And that time just never allowed my body to kind of connect all the dots. And then when I transferred to Georgia College, I didn't have that same instruction. And so I was never able to get it down at the college level, but I also didn't spend the time that I needed to spend to truly grasp the concept mentally, physically, and emotionally. Again, mentally, I knew what I had to do. Emotionally, I understood it. But physically, like the dots just did not connect. And I just needed a little bit more time with him for all the pieces to come together. And I ended up transferring and didn't have that time. And so once I did Courtney Hudson's course, when I was done playing, like I didn't have to worry about my performance anymore. I just had to worry about my body. Like that's when everything was able to like connect. And I'm like, wow. So I was able to transition in one month, 14 years of pitching and spirit experience in one month is tough to do. Okay. Like it's tough, but I took the mindset out of, I need to throw strikes and I need to be accurate and to, I need to move my body. If I move my body, my velocity will increase. If I move my velocity or excuse me, if I move my body, then my accuracy is going to increase. If I move my body properly, then my body's going to feel better. So that was the mindset that I had it. What, and I would just stay up close to my target. I would do mirror drills. I would do dry movements. Like every movement she taught, I would do those in front of the mirror to see my body. I need to see my body, feel my body so I can believe in my body. And that's what I preach to all my athletes that I work with is if you're not getting a concept, like you understand it mentally, 
but physically it's just not connecting, then you need to use all your senses, see your body, feel your body, to believe in your body, to make those adjustments. And so that's what I did. And then, and that was back in 2019. And since then, I've had plenty of mentors that I've learned from and I've grown my IQ tremendously since that moment. You go back, if you're one of my followers on social media, you can see the complete transition from 2019, 2020, 2021 videos all the way up into my 2023 content that I've been posting. Okay, like I've just been growing and learning and elevating and educating myself to be the best version of a coach and an educator as possible so I can continue to empower my girls and teach them the new things. And I just believe that's a huge thing that coaches need to do. You can't stick in your old ways because times change, technology changes. The way that this upcoming or this generation currently like understands things is different than how it was 10, 15 years ago. Like how I process information's different than how my 12, 13, 14 year olds process information. And so I'm just constantly growing and elevating the game in that way. And, and I elevate myself in that way personally. And one of the biggest mentors that I currently have at the moment, his name is Asaya Rivera. And you can find him on social media at the foot doctor underscore Isaiah, E-S-I-A. I hope all of you go and follow him. Be a part of his courses if you can. Be a part of his program. He is the definition of the king movement coach for fast pitch softball. And he specializes in all athletes, but I mean, he does, he works with a lot of pitchers and I know a handful of programs that he's worked with like OU and UCLA and pitchers going into OU. Um, I know he has a handful. I mean, he, he's worked with a handful of my girls. Go look at his content. It is next level, like next, next, next level. And I've been a part of all of his stuff. I've learned his stuff and I've kind of transitioned it into like the language that works for me personally because I don't have the background that he has in biomechanics as far as the intensity level, like the way that he words how your body moves. Like I have to watch these videos a couple times just so I understand it, but then I have to like rephrase it in my brain because that's just like where Danielle's brain goes to. And so that's what I kind of do with my girls as far as pitching. Now, again, he's a movement coach. He teaches all things movement with your body, athletic performance, where I have to tailor that information that I learned from him and also bring in the other aspects of pitching, spins, mental game, the IQ, the situational stuff. So like all my physical content as far as like the biomechanics behind the human body is is what I learned through him. And also what I've learned through Courtney Hudson, but it's really I've just evolved it around the program that I've been doing with Asaya and it's just next level. And I know if you watch some of his story, like his social media posts, you'll see, I mean, some of the girls that he's had injuries, like who had injuries, doctor said it might be six to seven months until they're fully healed. Like he's gotten them back to go back to 100% in two to three months. So like he's the king. So I encourage all my girls to be able to jump on his schedule if possible, at least meet him once, go to one of his clinics, do something. I just, I can't talk higher about him. And I'm just in awe of what he's done and how he does life in general. He's just an overall great human being. But tying back into just overcoming injuries in general, I'm so passionate about the human body because 
I did not reach my highest potential and I played. And sometimes that's, it hits me and it's like a regret a little bit. Like I'd be lying if I said I didn't regret that I didn't know this stuff sooner, but like I can't change the past. I can't go back into the past. And that's something I've struggled with. Um, the first couple years into DR3 is like the what if, like, or I wish, like I wish I was one of those players, like a Monica Abbott who has a name like Monica Abbott, or I wish I was well-known like Rachel Garcia, or I wish I was as good as a pitcher as like Kat Sandercock. Like I had thoughts like that and people won't respect me because I don't have a label like that. You didn't see me all over TV. You didn't see me all over social media, like as a player from Kennesaw State or from Georgia College. Like that was an insecurity that I had. And then I realized like one day it hit me and I had to let go of that insecurity because my superpower was understanding how I was like the underdog and being the underdog, like on all teams that I was on, again, physically, I did not have all the tools in my toolkit, but mentally and emotionally I did. And I also went through all these injuries of dealing with one injury after another, after another, and having to sit and regroup and do rehab. Like I've been through that process and like, I know what it takes to get out of it, especially once I've been out of it. So like that was just something that like, again, insecurity that I've had for a while, but then I realized like, it doesn't matter. Like I'm a 10 times better coach and instructor and educator than I ever was a player. And that's what makes me unique. Like that's what makes me be able to like connect with my girls. And I'm happy I didn't have that big time journey. I really am. Like, do I envy the people who do? Like, yes, of course. Okay, of course. I love this game. I would have loved to go pitch in the Olympics. I would have loved to go play at the pro level, but I wasn't a pro level player. And so I turned it around of like, how can I be a pro level coach and a pro level educator and a pro level mental toughness motivator? Like that's areas of like what my strengths were. And I'm really trying to tie that in into just what I'm doing in life with my girls and being able to connect with them. But when it comes to injuries, I mean, I was the queen of them. I had them from 14 to 21 years old, ending my career. The biggest advice that I can give if you have an ongoing injury is you need to find somebody, whether it's like a personal trainer or somebody in this industry that understands how to move your body properly. And that's why I'm going to continue to emphasize like checking out Asaya Rivera, checking out people who are doing physical performance stuff like athletic performance training, but also understand the game of softball and understand the movements that you are working on and tailor your rehab exercises towards that. Tailor your hitting warm-up drills towards that. Tailor your pitching warm-up drills towards that because that you want to protect your body and you want to invest in your body at a young age. I tell my girls that I never want them to ever feel the way that I felt of pain, pure pain at 21 years old. Like I remember telling myself like I'm never going to be able to carry my kids. Like my back, I can barely lift up my book bag. Like how am I going to be able to carry my kids one day? And so like that's what made me really hang my cleats up is like I want to be a mom one day and I want to be an active mom. And right now, like, there's no way I could be active. And I never want my girls to go through that or to feel that pain. And then it really brought me mentally and emotionally of, like, I hate the game. And I know, I knew deep down in my heart I didn't hate the game. But why did it feel that way? And it was just because I didn't understand why my body was breaking down all the time. And it comes to me not having the knowledge behind the biomechanics of the human body. So if you're a pitcher... 
specifically, but if you're just an athlete, pitcher, parent, coach, whoever is listening to this right now, I'm encouraging you to really find the resources that can help your daughter, help your girls understand their body because knowledge is power. The more knowledge you have, the more powerful you are. And that goes with life, not just in softball. Okay. The smarter you are, the more you can do. And my program, my online membership for pitchers, I mean, I dive deep. I know it's a lot of information. It is a lot, but I'm empowering my girls to understand all aspects because if you understand it, then you can replicate it. If you understand what you're supposed to do, then you can feel it. And it's the biggest accomplishment. Like when my girls like send me stuff or they'll, they'll get so excited. Like I feel my body coach D look, I made this adjustment all on my own. I didn't need you to do it. Like it's training these girls to be independent on their own because I'm not able to be at all of your games. Mom and dad might not be able to be at all your activities and your games. Your coaches aren't going to be able to do that. And so empowering girls to be able to do it all on their own and teach them independence I mean, that's like a big goal that I have within my program and within what I'm doing is I want to train these girls to be powerful, independent young women. And it starts by educating them. It's not just do this because I say so. It's do this because you believe that's what's best for your body. Do this because it feels good on your body. Do this because you know that you're investing in your future. It might take a minute. I'm not saying all this stuff comes in the snap of your fingers. It's you have to be dedicated or excuse me, you have to be determined to be dedicated to be disciplined. To, to dominate. Oh, I'm getting all my D's mixed up. You have to be determined to be disciplined to dominate. Excuse me. Those are my three D's. Okay. And if you're not determined to make an adjustment or if you're not determined to increase your velocity, like how are you going to be disciplined to do so? You can be determined all day long to increase your velocity or to fix your mechanics or to fix whatever you're doing. But if you're not disciplined and putting that work in, cut multiple days a week, set time, focus, laser focused, you're not going to go dominate. And so the more that you pour in, the more you're going to get out of it. And parents sometimes just want like the snap of your finger. What's the magic drill that's going to help? Like I can give you, a, I can provide you a premium video evaluation of drills. My membership is completely full of information that you can take a look at. But if you're not being disciplined and doing the work and putting that time in, you're not going to be able to dominate to your highest potential. And so, and that goes with workouts. That goes with your rehab. Okay. Like if you're doing proper rehab, but you're only doing it one or two days a week when your instructor, your doctor tells you to do it four or five days. I mean, you're setting yourself up not to get to the level that you want to be at. And so it's my job to empower my girls as much as possible parents, it's your job to empower your girls. But at the end of the day, you girls have to have goals and dreams and mindsets of to be determined, to be disciplined, to dominate. And if we don't have that, then you're not going to see those results. And no one can force you to do that. You're the only one who can really control your effort and your attitude. That's the two things that you can control is your effort and your attitude. And if you're willing to make that change, be okay with taking one step back to take five steps forward. I tell that to every single girl I work with. You might take one step back. Your velocity might fall off just a hair because I'm retraining your brain how to move your body properly because you deserve to understand how to move your body. If you don't want to know that, then I'm not the right instructor for you. This program is not for you. If you're not willing to open your mind and open your eyes into seeing a whole new way of moving 
but I'm investing in your future so you don't have to be 21 years old in pain. So your career doesn't have to end at 18. So you don't get that knee injury when you're a sophomore. Because before the puberty process, your body can go through a lot. But when you hit puberty and we start building muscle and you're getting stronger day in, day out, and then your mechanics go against how your body's supposed to move, that's when we get tightness. That's when we get fatigue. That's when you start pulling muscles. That's when you start straining muscles. That's when you start breaking things. Like that's when you start tearing things. Okay. I don't want y'all to ever get to that point. No coach ever wants you to get to that point, but it starts by investing in coaches who understand how your body is supposed to move so we can efficiently make those adjustments together, but you have to be in the mindset to do so. And I'm so passionate about that because it really took a toll on my mental game by me just not understanding. I was a very, very, very coachable athlete. I know I was, and I'm not trying to brag about myself, but I take pride in how coachable I was my entire career. But it gets me sometimes that I was so I was so coachable to the point I would just do it because coach told me and not do it because I understood the why. And so I'm empowering you to understand the why, protect your bodies, protect your bodies. Ask questions. If you're not seeing the results that you're getting, then maybe it's time to find a new resource. Okay. Now, if you're in my online membership, there's plenty of resources inside the membership that I can help guide you in. Whether it's in my community, you upload videos and pictures that I can kind of give advice for and tips. And there's video evaluations I offer for members and outside of members. Just members get a massive discount. I can, re- I can connect you with, reach out to me and I'll see if I know some instructors that are very similar to myself in your area. And that goes not just for pitching, but for hitting and all of that. Like just people who are passionate about the biomechanics and how the body is moving instead of just putting the ball on the tee and telling you to swing for an hour. Okay. Like we need to understand the why we need to make those adjustments to prevent ourselves from injuries. Cause I'm, again, I'm so passionate about this because I never want anyone to go through that emotional pain and that mental pain of hating the game because you just don't understand what your body's doing and no one really helped guide you along the way. So thank you so much for coming to episode number two, checking this out. Again, make sure if you have any podcast topic suggestions, go to the homepage of dr3fastpitch.com. There's a form that you can fill out. I would love to give your girls, your team a shout out. I would love to answer questions, anything that you have on there, topic ideas, shoot it in the form. I'd love to take a look at it and feature you on the next couple of podcasts. But in the future, I will be talking with one of my former teammates who has gone through more injuries than myself. She is not a pitcher. She is currently working for DR3 behind the scenes. I'm excited to introduce her to y'all, talk more about her experience and her journey as a utility player dealing with injuries at the college level and when she was younger. So y'all be ready to come back to episode number three. We're going to really dive deep and get a little bit more personal on both of our journeys.